Another day, another podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. How goes it, Ryan? You know, it's just, uh, it's just dandy. It's just dandy. Just um, dandy. How are you feeling today? How's things? Good. It was productive day today. Yeah. You know? how was... I didn't really get a case of the Mondays, which was nice. I like that. That's always my biggest fear. Yeah. I always get a case of the Mondays when I wake up every day. <laughs> like you do. You are notoriously bad for I, when it's time to get up and start your day. My sleep schedule was pretty messed up, um, but I don't hate it. It's life of the life of being an adult. You have a cool mug today. Yeah, you like this one? Yeah, who got it for you? Um, I don't know. This guy has just been like texting me a lot lately. Oh, weird. He's really weird. What's his he name? won't like leave me alone. His name's Curtis. Loser? Yeah. Yeah. Curtis um, Loser. No, this was a gift from you for my birthday because Amazing. I have made so many comments after you got your skull glass over there that mm-hmm. I wanted something a little bit bigger to drink out of. Yep. And uh, you pleasantly surprised me with this one for yep. my birthday, and I'm very excited about it. I, I'm so it took me so long to find a mug. If you guys look at are looking for steins or mugs or beer mugs, like we talked about it on the podcast, I think we don't have a photo of it on any of our pages. Yeah, but we will have one coming soon of my big skull mug. Yeah, it's it's a doozy and it's it's heavy. a hefty boy. And yours is now aluminum and it's light, much lighter. It's quite lightweight, which is nice. Like the only weight that really comes from it is when I have the drink yep. in it, which, which is like, but because yours is glass, it's yep. like heavy. That was my goal. Anyways, we haven't actually cheers in a while either. We haven't. Okay. I'm coming over there. Okay. Oh, that sounded weird. I think because mine's metal. Probably, but I think that'll be okay. All right. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, and you know what? I'm going to start because I have a new beer today and I haven't tried it yet. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm yes. I'm taking a big gulp. So, please, can you do me like a Jeopardy theme song? Do, 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 Damn, that's good. Yeah? Oh, boy. That's an IPA. If I ever tasted an IPA before. Lovely. I love that. I think, yeah. I love that a lot, actually. Um, This beer comes from Counterpart. We'll Counterpart. Talk about that. We'll talk about that after the intro. Yes. Um, Please, Ryan... Take it from here. Where are we? Take it from here. Well, um, just another, if you guys haven't realized already, because we haven't mentioned it, it's another solo episode for the two of us. Another relaxed episode. Um, You guys really loved it last week, so I think we'll keep it going. And speaking of relaxed, you know what else is relaxing? Um, A hot bath. (laughs) That, as well as, you know, starting your podcast through Anchor. Oh my gosh. You're right. So, Anchor is a lovely free service. Let me repeat that. Free service. 100%. No monthly charges. And they help you distribute your podcast. It has been a breeze for us. They will match you up. Um, Once you upload your first bit of content, they will do all of the approval parts for you. Um, All you have to do is set up an account, all your information, upload. They do it for free. Uh, They submit your podcast to the most popular platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the places places you'll find us, um, as well as many others. Once your podcast has been approved, they will send you a confirmation email. So you're up to date on everything. Uh, what's been really fun to learn about that you've talked about, I know you want to try, is Anchor has lots of creation tools that allow you to record and edit the podcast from whatever device you'd like to use, which more simple, more better. Mobile friendly. They even set up sponsorships. So all you need for your podcast is all conveniently found in one place. 
You can either download the free mobile app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So that is anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to start your podcast right now. I write that now. If you guys are actually interested in starting a podcast, literally the easiest way possible is doing it through Anchor. Go check them out. Thank you for the beautiful ad read today, Ryan. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, And you know what? I think we're just going to jump right into it. Let's roll that intro. And we are back. You know back what? Back again, again, again. Ladies, man, man, man. Or not? Or not. No, we're not going to. I stopped it right there, folks. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, sorry for making your ears bleed. We are back again with another episode of Let's Have a Drink. Thank you guys for tuning in this week, this beautiful, beautiful Thursday, or Friday, or Saturday, or, or whenever Monday, you listen to it, or next year in 2021. Whoever, whoever, never know. To all our future listeners, to all welcome. Our future, maybe even aliens are listening. We talked about that one time. You know, it's projected out on the interwebs, which means it's going through satellites. It could be up in space. My uh, home, right now. Uh, my home FBI agent watching me, Chris. You know, he is there <laughs> all the time. Everybody has an FBI agent watching them. We all know that. Um, uh, do we though? I think so. I, it's funny because I think we actually do, or we have an FBI agency. We have the agency watching us. I would say. Okay. I, or it's just, you know. I feel like it's just. I don't know. It could at, be anything. Like corporations. Could be anything. Because of those ads. Anyways, guys, what I mentioned before the intro was this new beer that I have is from Counterpart Brewing. Counterpart Brewing in Niagara Falls. Yes. It is a new brewery that we decided to check out this last weekend. Yes. Let's talk about it. Yes. Well, we had. I mean, for those of you who may not know, um, one of us celebrated a birthday this past weekend. And it wasn't me. <laughs> it yes. was Ryan celebrating yes. her 24th birthday. Yes. Does it scare you every single time I say 24th? Yep. Yeah. Still, it, scares it hasn't me. absorbed it. And what I will say too is it's weird because it didn't really feel, you know, like it didn't feel like a birth. It felt like a regular day. And I think hitting, you know, 24 and being in this new section of my 20s, it kind of has made me realize I'm like, yeah, no, it is really just a regular day to everybody else. Yeah. It should be. I think it's better to spend a, a birthday as a regular day than spend your birthday doing something crazy special because yeah. every day should be celebrated and every day you should be doing something that you might not hundred percent want to like might not always have the chance to do, you know? Yeah. I think you should treat yourself and you should, you know, go out and enjoy time with your friends and family and see people you don't see or do some stuff you don't typically yeah. do. So. But yeah. So you know, my birthday was on the Sunday this past Woo-hoo. weekend and we woke up and you know, you made me a lovely breakfast. And we were itching to go somewhere. I made pancakes. It was easy. It but, was my but favorite. I, but I appreciate it. Appreciate the compliment. It was um, spontaneously chosen the day before by Ryan that we yes. go do something new. And we yeah. knew that Counterpart Brewing was a recommended brewing company. Yes. Uh, brewing Tap House, whatever you want to call it. And we thought, you know, 15 minutes away because we are living so close. Mm. We thought we'd go check it out. Yeah. And boy, were we 
pleasantly pleased. I it, honestly, it was so amazing. It felt like the perfect place to be. It did, and especially like for one of our birthdays, it felt like a place for us to be, like actually hanging out for for anybody yeah. for that matter. Yeah. Like great beer, great people, great atmosphere. Like I love the setup. It's just like a wonderful aesthetic in there. Mm-hmm. I and I'm just I'm thoroughly like I could go on and on. The beer was amazing. They literally obviously. have like the playset for kids and stuff too. Yeah, which, is which really I neat. find that depending on the breweries, there's a lot more of them that I've seen of that allow for that, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just the atmosphere is very friendly, open, relaxed, and oh my goodness, the beer selection was amazing. Yep. And the food. You like head over heels melted for the food i'm obsessed with this place now yeah like it's so good we had an amazing so what did you have at first i had the um oh i can't even remember this point i i remember i had their like charity brew it was a sour it was delightful did i have an ipa i think i did i think you um, did i think you had ipas all but day. we yeah i had a i had an ipa there i forget what it was called um was it tides that i had first mm. It was that, wasn't that it? That sounds familiar. I think so. And then you had the rainbows sour because um, yeah. you like your sours now. But I love my sours. No, they had a really beautiful selection. And guys, this is podcast is by no means sponsored by Counterpart Brewing or no. Partner With. This was a, this is a genuine. If you guys are ever in Niagara Falls, which you probably are every now and then, even just for fun, like go check out Counterpart Brewing. They are like they're in the middle of nowhere which is kind of cute about it too yeah because you're not like bombarded by city like where niagara brewing company is right on clifton hill and that's a little bit too much no you know, it in the feels summertime. more out of the way it felt it... a lot more out of the way and i know in the summertime they'd have a nice beautiful outdoor area i'm pretty sure they might they should it looks like they should maybe i don't know all i know is i had a wonderful time i think a lot of the um Kind of like relaxed, interesting aesthetic reminds me a lot of um, Collective Arts in Hamilton. 100%. I just really loved it. 100%. It was super chill. It was probably one of the, like the best ways I could have spent. We were out for a little bit and came home and relaxed. Um, and we're sipping on Counterpart right now. So yep. yours is an IPA. Yep. It is called uh, Flow? Uh, yeah. N- yes. Or Flood. Flo- flood? I think it's Flood. Yours is Flood. Yeah. Yes. Because, yes. yeah, there's, anyways, we grabbed a couple to bring home with us because obviously we want to talk about it on the podcast and we wanted to enjoy some that we didn't get to try there. But, yeah, um, absolutely. you know, it was a very beautiful place. Uh, highly recommend to mm. a lot of people. 10 out of 10. Um, was recommended to us not long ago and we thought we'd give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, speaking of breweries, we got another got a nice little tour coming up. Yeah, Thank I got you. a nice little birthday surprise today. A nice little birthday surprise. Thank you, uh, Ryan's dad, again, thanking him for the second time on the series of podcasts. Yeah. Um, thank you kindly for, we got we got another, our, I think it's going to be our first beer tour. Yes, yeah, so it is a Hamilton beer tour um, from what I've read through so far. It looks very exciting. There's like one cider house and the rest of them are breweries. Yep. Um, I, it just felt like kind of the perfect gift. It's at the end of March, so it'll be nicer weather that we can look forward to mm-hmm. as well. I'm really pumped because so I honestly, like I will never pass up an opportunity to try new stuff. Yep. So this should be really fun and I appreciate that you know it was a gift that is something that we can experience together. With the thought process on his end of us being able to talk about it on the podcast, so yeah. and I and I love that as well because it's a big content thing. for us. Because he so. said, you know, um, because like you guys go on a brewery, bring, bring tour, beer tour, yes, and you know, talk about it on the podcast, which is amazing. And so mm-hmm. more adventures like that, please. Yeah. Um, 
much appreciated and and i'm super stoked because it'll be like you said it'll be great weather by that point so yeah i'm just super stoked honestly it's going to be the best way to start the the, i think the season like spring slash summer yeah it's just you know it opens everything up and if the weather's like that great at that time of the year and the next month basically should be uh should be very exciting so absolutely totally i can't wait for that weather yeah talked about it so much just want to you know windows down i'm just excited to not have to like bundle up every day let alone the fact that it's tough like right now like our ac at work isn't really like working the best so Mm -hmm. it's very cold out on the sales floor right now everybody finds it cold in our office too i don't know why or how i don't know what it is like i think it's a company and again too our heater is always on in the back room right and i think it's because of how cold the building is true and i don't know if it has to do with because we're because where we are we're like right by where like sears is they're like over top of us and like under us yeah so what i'm and like we could hear more of the construction today so i think possibly this is just a theory because that area of the mall is more opened up there's like a draft blowing through probably so it's making that that part of the building colder yeah is my only thing other than maybe just our actual like heating system is messed up but i'm just thinking in my head and i'm like we are getting more spring product in and we're gonna have to dress to promote that product and i'm like it's freezing cold in the store let alone outside once the weather gets a lot warmer that giraffe won't be coming in as much i I, i'm sure well what's annoying too is they're probably going to have more of the outside structure built where it wouldn't matter anyway i guess so anyway enough of my griping no it's fine um (laughs) that's that does suck though obviously like having cold working in the cold when it's supposed to be like supposed to be warm inside i mean i feel bad for the guys who have to actually be out in the cold so true that true that um but yeah no it was a wonderful wonderful gift and a wonderful weekend that we spent with your birthday yeah Got to chill out watch a couple movies and we also did other things we did other things so i in i'm talking about this weekend in general has made me thought about something extra that we hadn't planned on talking about okay but if we go back one day to saturday yes we had a lovely evening (laughs) it was literally the coolest thing still like i want to watch it i want to watch it again so bad like i would go and see the okay i would see the exact same show again we're getting ahead of ourselves so we had the opportunity to go on saturday with our friend dylan who was previously on the podcast and And his girlfriend caitlin caitlin yes um to a like dinner Dinner theater show show. it was a dinner it was literally your your what you could think of when you hear dinner and theater show but it wasn't like dialogue. The show was built only using like songs. It and was, it was pure all musical. hits from the 80s. It was pure musical. I was living my best life. These guys are so incredibly talented. The dinner was great. So, so good. So it opened up. Basically, we got there. It opened up at like 6, I think. And we got in. We had to chill. And so then we get the servers are the actors and actresses. Yeah, actresses there's on. a small portion of the servers. And they have like extra servers. Yeah. So they had basically each, like every table had a different server, uh, had server, had a server, but then, you know, that server was at multiple tables. Um, yeah. And so, but then basically they served us dinner and drinks and helped us or whatever. And then once dinner was done after like 10 minutes or so, the show started and it literally just opened up with the people that we've been seeing watch, walking around serving. Yeah. And now and they're they just up there. Right into song and dance. Let me add. Oh, so much physical movement i it blows the amount of control like these guys kept their voices so controlled the entire time and i was blown away at the level of skill like they are when i say they are moving i mean they are 
moving. Bustling. Like they came out and not only that, they act one went on intermission came where we had dessert because we ate dinner before act one. Yeah. They came out and served us during uh, uh, yeah, dessert. They, we had, we had like, it was a 20 minute intermission. Yeah. They came off. The, they went backstage. They came back out and they were like, how'd you like the first act so far? I'm like, you're, you were great. I'm like, are you one, kidding? You're my server. And now like you were on stage. Yeah. Like it was cool. Cause the, it was like, I was see, meeting. like the sweat in their head. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, of course. It's crazy. You were jumping around but, stage. But for... I, think, I think we missed the whole point. It was entirely eighties themed. Yes. So it was a complete rock the eighties. The whole theme was that basically they were going to prom in the, in the eighties. So it was all this yeah. musicals, like this love story, connections, breakups, all this jazz yeah. into song. Classic hits from the eighties. You had Olivia Newton, John, you had, um, you had Lionel Richie, you had Stevie Wonder, yeah, you had yeah. so many, like, I can't even, I just, you had Billy Joel, like, I don't. Yep. I, you had, like, there's just so many names, like, mostly, for, to me, I recognize the songs for, for, before the artist, but like. Oh yeah, like, I could list, list a bunch of them. goes on, and yeah. they would, they medleyed them, they mashed them, they segued them, it was yeah. like, how are you guys doing this? Plus, so they all had incredible voices and i'm they not saying they so could talented. sing i'm saying they could sing sing holy smokes yeah i was jealous they had great form too like they knew their choreography oh which the choreography I mean, was so sick that's I, the best part because like i learned choreography when i did musicals yeah and like to to do your like one five minute scene that was you mm-hmm. dancing or whatever is fine but to do dancing and singing and positioning mm. for two hours. It was a two hours full length. Like if you were to full length, the whole thing was two hours. Yeah. Constantly dancing, jumping rope, singing, running. Well, here's the thing too like is some of them is the first act you'd have like a rotating. There'd be different basically vignettes of songs for each of the the pairings and groups of the different like actors on stage. Yeah. But then in the second act, it was they never left stage. Literally, unless they were coming down onto the floor to be in between the tables. Yeah, that, 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 that was the best part too. Is they actually would come down yeah. off the stage because the stage was like so it was low. It was just a couple steps and you were down, and they would you know act and dance and like you know interact with so, a little bit interact with the audience like yeah. around the tables and then they at one point near the uh, at the end of this near the end of the second act they did the conga line which like everybody could get up in conga so much fun. which was absolutely incredible yeah but like the biggest thing we came out of it after i was we like both looked at each other during like near the end slash during i think at intermission was it and we talked about when we got home was I just want to be on stage again. I know. Watching them perform made me want to be up there so bad. So bad. Like I would, the amount of times where I'm like, oh, I wish I could, like, I wish I knew this, like, choreography, like, I'd be up there. At one point, I guess they did, like, did a, they either did some sort of draw or I don't know what sort of situation there was or unless it was, like, requested by a group who had gotten tickets together. But there was one woman from the audience who was, like, up as the quote-unquote, like, prom date. Right. On stage, and I'm just thinking, yeah, I want to be the one to do that. Actually, I think I'd probably. It was do funny because like well. I didn't know until like basically when she got off. That I knew she was right just away. A random I person. Right away. I thought she was like I had a feeling because like I don't recognize her. I didn't recognize her at all. Like it's not the even pamphlet. that. It was her like the way she was standing up there. She didn't know what to do with herself. Yeah. And I could tell in her body language, I was like, I thought, she's I not thought, meant I thought to she get was there. Acting awkward. I thought that was like her character. No, it's definitely. So anyways, she, like, didn't know um, what to do. so they, it was just a random person, but she was hilarious. She made the audience like laugh. She did well. Yeah, she was like. Like, she, I think she wasn't 
Jocelyn wasn't, co- I wouldn't say not comfortable, but she was like, she enjoyed it. She was smiling the whole time, oh, she but had it was so- hilariously did, awkward. But yeah, she loved it being yeah. up there. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and it was just, what, it was one of those things that I was like, I wish I could have got pulled from the audience and I then know. like, let's freaking get up there. And like, yeah. I'd be down for it. I kept like hoping and praying that they, like, cause he went down at one point, like our server was one of the guys in there. One of my favorite he was one characters of in the play too. Cause he, when he was serving us, he was not really out of character. He was enthusiastic giddy yeah. like chatty fun like you know just like yeah. very emphasized personality yeah. but like not too much but yeah i'm not really gonna good. lie like when he came down and at one point in like later and again i don't want to give too much away because i would rather if you are interested in this just go see it it's Niagara amazing yeah um it's called, Canada it's called a dinner yeah theater. it's called oh canada a dinner theater it's in niagara falls yeah. on lundy's lane i'm yeah. pretty sure um it is not right in deep into the falls so like you're off it's like off the highway it's not far yeah um, from from like downtown falls but it is if you like dinner if you like theater tickets are really good price and if you could get them now it's 80s themed anybody who likes the 80s will love this now until april 11th yep that's what um but yeah so anytime like he walked off the stage i was like please come grab me please come grab me please come grab me I was like, I just want to be like up there for a little bit or yeah, just involved I somehow. I was the same way. I literally was like, I, I, I just want to know that if he grabbed me to go on stage, I still got it. Like, that's what I want. I just, I yeah, just want to know just, that like I could still improv or like act or like yeah. go with the flow. I don't know. It was a lot of fun, but it was cool because they were in character when, even when they were serving, like they'd like pass by each other and be like, see you in history class. And I was like, that's really funny. It's like, they yeah. were loving the the characters, but they were really going really on. Cool show. I love that. Um, and yeah, like it was just one of those, one of those, another one of those adventures we end up getting to getting to go on. Um, mm-hmm. That Godding? we just I don't make. Yeah, I said Godding, guys, uh, but it was just so amazing, yeah. so amazing. Um, I had so much fun, and I, I definitely want to go again. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'd be so down. Um, and then flashing back another day to Friday, we wanted to talk about something that we've become recently obsessed with. I don't think it was Friday. It was Thursday. It was. Was it? Yeah, because we went out for drinks Friday with Dylan. Oh, that's right. So it was Thursday. Thursday. Sorry, it was Thursday. We went over to Dylan's, Dylan's house. <laughs> Why is Dylan involved in everything we do? Honestly. No, but um, so after the Super Bowl, a uh, little special show premiered. That we like to call The Masked Singer. The Masked Singer, yes. So uh, The Masked Singer was on afterwards, and we had gotten Dylan interested in wanting to watch the new season, him and Caitlin. So he recorded it, and we went over to his house on Thursday and right. watched the first two episodes that aired after yep, the Super Bowl. yep. And it did not disappoint. Oh my goodness. Guys, Anybody listening to this podcast, the masked singer, masked singer is one of the, if not the best show singing show yeah. on the planet right now. Honestly. We, uh, my cousin a while back, Jamie, yes. she had posted on her Instagram, um, a small like video clip from the second season. Yeah. Or no, it was the Final, first was season. This, no, no, it was the first. No, it was the first season. Cause no. it was the lion. Yep. It was a lion. It was a lion. No, it was the fox. No, it was the oh, lion. Oh, you watched the, the lion because I watched. She shared on her story and it was the fox's final performance. Oh, okay. Well, anyways. Um, so she had posted a clip from the show and right. we were both like, oh my God, we need we to literally watch like both, the show. I think we were bowling that evening and we were like, I think we need to watch. So we need to find a new show to watch for one. Yeah. And then we talked about like, I think I brought it up and you had knew about it and you're like, I want to watch it too. I so knew of the show. Yeah. We literally went home and found it online season one 
and like just completely engulfed. We binged like that. binged that one. We binged it and, and, we, then, and then quickly we found followed season with the second two. season. Um, and, and so basically, if anybody doesn't know what the Mass Singer is, it's a it's a um, singing show that involves um, a number of celebrities masked in costumes. So they have these big ginormous costumes on and there, and they have four judges and usually a guest judge. Basically how the show works is these celebrities come on in their big costumes or they call them masks. Essentially they have a costume to mask and they sing with their regular singing voice, but they also give clues about who they are as people uh, with their voice distorted. So they basically, before their performance, they give a clue package is what it's called. It's a video montage clips of their like what the per- who the person is, who the celebrity could be. Yeah. Their voice is distorted as they talk. They come on stage, they sing, and they perform a beautiful, usually all beautiful songs. Mm-hmm. Most of them are really great singers. Yeah. And then the judges have to make up their guesses of who it could be. Only it, based off the singing voice. Only based off the clues and the, clues, and the yeah. singing. And then they talk back and forth and they go back and forth. And it doesn't sound like a show that everybody gets like into. But what really drives you is once you list, watch these clue packages and you start like listening to the singing, you're like, oh, st- holy, sh- holy shit, this guy's got like a really great voice. Or Something this girl's got a beautiful voice. It, yeah. And a lot of people guess who it is right away because mm-hmm. of just what you how you grew up. Yeah. Um, in season one and two, there was multiple... Um, celebrities on there that people just knew because of the Mm -hmm. voice we knew a couple yeah um no spoilers obviously but it was like it's just one of those shows that you can easily follow and you'll know the first any one of the celebrities get unmasked you'll probably know and it just drives you it it fuels you yeah and even just figuring it out like there's somewhere i like feel like i have heard that voice time and time again and i'm like why can't i get it and then i'm trying to pay attention to the clue packages but like it doesn't totally make sense with like who I feel like I'm listening to. It's so much fun. It's like a puzzle mixed in an enigma mixed in a singing show. And I love it so much. Oh, so I, much fun. I, I and they lot. have a lot of fun doing it. And I think that's what I appreciate the most is consistently ever. All the contestants say like, I never would have done something like this if I didn't have the opportunity to like do it anonymously yeah that was the biggest thing because a a lot of these um performers and celebrities whether they like typically have great voices and if they don't they're just scared to show their great voices and it's it's so cool that it's all anonymous until they're revealed and they get this amazing praise because they actually didn't like the judges and us as audience didn't know that this person could sing like they sung whether they because they were in a group beforehand or whether they were an actor slash actress like before you know coming on the show or even just in general yeah some really great celebrities on there and highly recommend the show to everybody yes very much so so um honestly i think so this week we had a bunch of different there was a bunch of singer a bunch of, it was just group a yeah and i don't want to it sucks cause i don't want to reveal anything there's actually I, I was looking there's a couple um like podcasts that are just about the mass singer that's so like, funny i'm not surprised it. so it's, it's all spoilers obviously well yeah um but if anybody's interested if anybody watches the show and is interested in chatting with it give us either ryan or i a message we'd love to you know pick brains and talk about ideas yeah talk about who you think people could be because we actually take it super strong super like we take notes we take like, notes we have a notebook packages. yeah and then whenever somebody gets eliminated or like they go home we write down who it is who that person is so we don't have to yeah because they again. get revealed when they go home yeah so. so when they get voted out they get revealed and that's how you know people who, who the celebrities are basically. yeah it's really cool but yeah so Solid show. 
moral of the story uh fantastic show we're obsessed with it and go watch it <laughs> encapsulates it all right there yeah That's absolutely it. absolutely <laughs> um yeah, yeah and then i mean um big silent pause <laughs> um no i think so we definitely um i mean we had a lot go on this weekend especially because kind of the stars aligned for it to be so that we definitely wanted to share with everybody um i know we did have some other topics that we kind of had talked about wanting to cover mm-hmm. and i know one of it we've even just had convert one of them i should say not one of it bad grammar okay. um one of them that we wanted to talk about because we've talked about it in our own spare time just as like a couple and people um is being friends with the opposite sex mm. Good. It's a good a conversation. Because I feel topic. like it is a topic that everybody can relate to and understand. And different people have different opinions about it mm-hmm. to different extremes. Because once, once people get into serious relationships, that conversation, I feel like, just gets like thrown under a rock. And it's like never really brought up or discussed. It's not really discussed unless it's like a problem. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't think... I mean, it's it's fine if it's if it's like already reciprocated, you know, just mentally between the two people in the relationship that like they yeah. are on the same level with that kind of scenario, like with their opinion of y- it. Yeah, basically. Um, but I mean, a lot of people don't have that, which is unfortunate. But we, I think, we talked about it like on one of our first dates, or even like once yeah. we started to get to know well, each other better. Yeah, even just like knowing more about you in your life, I know that you had some very like important friends of yours. Who were female, right. which happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but again, too, I even kind of made it clear from the beginning that I've had some very close people in my life that are guys. Um, that are and, guys. Yeah. And I really, and here's the thing, is from my observation and experience, generally speaking, like if you are at a good, like comfortable position with your partner, it shouldn't matter who they have friendships coming in to the relationship with. Like, they shouldn't be um, mistrusted based off of it. Yeah, and, like, I knew, I had a feeling that was going to be where you took it, because I think... Because I feel like that's the central issue when this comes up in in conversation with couples, is just them, like, not being comfortable with the fact that you're so close to somebody who could be romantic competition. I think there's, like, definitely for some people, that's a that is the part of it where it's like it's hard for them to see especially when they're in a relationship and like there's a there's that level of trust and loyalty that you obviously need to have with somebody for this kind of scenario like the friendship with an opposite sex to not be like a um a riffle in your relationship Uh but one of the biggest things that like some people don't touch on with this subject maybe i'm just thinking out whatever is like there also comes to the point where like say you have a friend who's a guy if you're like more than acting more than just friends with this guy Mm -hmm. and it's almost clear as day maybe it's not as clear as day to your significant other your other you know what i mean maybe it's not clear to me right that is the level that like needs to be understood in the relationship before the trust and loyalty it's how do you act towards the like the opposite sex if you're if you're a heterosexual like person no but even if you're in a same-sex couple like right but i'm just saying if for our scenario for this yeah but for i guess yeah for a heterosexual couple being friends with somebody the opposite sex but you could again apply the same 
like situation to a same sex yeah, couple 100%. who's friends 100%. with other people who could be yeah you know like if you're yeah if you're like if you're in a you know uh, a gay uh, relationship if um, if you are like talking to somebody of the same gender that is implied you know that you might be like interested in like not you know what I mean I would like say that, the same orientation because it would be that concern right that's, so yeah like, it's the it's yeah. the same concern right so it's like but it's the way that you act it's the way that you put yourself out there and a lot of people have. Where that's where I feel the most riffle happens in this scenario is people just have flirty attitudes, like I do, like you do, some from time to time. That comes off a hard way, and that's what yeah. needs to be talked about. I yeah, no, and that's a good point because that's something that I've recognized um, in myself, especially when I'm uh, excited about meeting new people and I feel like I'm vibing with them. Um, I guess it does become a little more obvious in the like I know for sure in the past it's come off that way. Um, that it almost seems a little bit more flirtatious. Mm-hmm. And then, and then there's, there's know, other things involved. Like there comes to the point where like, if I, if you were talking to a guy I thought was more attractive than me and you guys started vibing and just hitting it off, right. then I get more jealous and then right. I'd be worried about, you know, you being friends with this person. Like it's, it's so many tears involved. Yeah. And I feel like too, it's a lot of um, internal insecurities that get amplified through that sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Like cause the same could be said, for me, like I, I would have there because I think in everybody there's a sense of like I'm heavily invested in this person and any threat to that's going to upset me whether yeah. or not it's a minimal one, a non-existent one, or a major one. Yeah, and like I think you know, um, in my experiences, like it was tough. It was a little tough for me in my past relationship because you know you get comfortable like. For instance, like when you met, when you and I met, I already yeah. had established these close friendships with females yeah. in, pa- in my past and in my, in my more recent past. And, and, you know, you knew right away that like they were just close friends and that's how it was. Mm-hmm. But like, say in like down the line or down the road, I become friends with more females or other females, you're going to have to mentally get acquainted to that situation. Yeah. And that's also a hard thing to do Yeah, is to like now like have me become friends with a new female, you know what, and how you feel about them is going to change how it happens and how we talk about it. And you know what I mean? And like, I do, I do the same. I'd have to do the same for you if it were to be on the opposite thing. But when you're going into a relationship and that those friendships and those like boundaries are already established and those, like those conversations, it's so much easier. It is because it was, it's a part of like you introducing yourself to me. I understood the dynamics of those relationships. So I was like, oh yeah, like I've had those friendships before in the sense of like me with like guys in my life. Right. Like I've had those friendships. You right. talk every day. They know a lot about like your history. You have a lot in common, exactly. whatever. And I'm like, and that's why I kind of like, as you explained it, I was like, that's no big deal at all because I'm coming from the same like perspective. Like I understand what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting point that you bring up like down the line. It's just, yes, yeah, I, I th- just down the line. Because, you know, when I, like I said, when I was in my past relationship, it was fine. I understood, you know, you had relationships, friendships before me. And yeah. I was in high school. So it was like, those were already established. Mm-hmm. And I saw my jealousies and concerns, whatever. But as soon as we went to secondary school, I went to college, she was in university. She met a uh, whack new more people that were guys and girls. Yeah. But like these new guys in her life, like you get to see them every single day and I get to see you once a week. And that's the, you know, that's a yeah. hard conversation we never got to have. Yeah. Where I was like, what's like, you know, it's, it's easy when you're like, oh, you have all these friends, whether they're attractive or not, that are of the opposite sex. And then you chose me because I was the past friends. And now I'm your current, like, 
relationship mm-hmm. and then but then it's yeah. like are you gonna get tired of me and find somebody new and that's where the future relationships are the hard ones to cross yeah yeah that's a good point i don't know because again I've, too you're going through different stages i find too especially um now we're kind of getting off topic but um or at least i'm going to be for a second <laughs> is relationships transitioning from like high school into like post-secondary and like young adulthood stuff there are i could name many examples that it's worked out which yeah. wonderful same but i could also name just as many that haven't i could name more because that haven't. i think it's a very um concentrated period of time where a lot of change is going on mm-hmm. and you and you have to figure it out or you are forced to figure it out very quickly yeah and all of a sudden you turn around and go this is something new and exciting or this is the new turn I want my life to go. But yeah. now I have all of these other things involved in my life that aren't going to take me that way yeah. or aren't going to let me go that way. Yeah. But I think people find out the true, their true selves Yeah, in those scenarios Yeah, from both ways. Like you find out a lot about, a lot about yourself yeah. and your significant other finds out a lot about you and yeah. also themselves. And vice versa. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of neat. Like I went through that basically firsthand in that scenario, but yeah. I think being friends of like going right back to the topic was yeah. being friends with the opposite sex. I don't think it's as, as complicated as it needs to be. No. I think the biggest thing is just, you know, trust and then, like I've said, communication. Yeah. And I think understanding the value, because I feel like if you need to, if you're, to anybody who's like ever concerned with a significant other having a friendship with somebody who, for whatever reason, could be construed as like being a challenge um, romantically, yeah, physically, whatever, have a conversation with your partner, sit down. Like, hey, like, I just want to, I mean, I, like, it's fine if you don't want to share everything because everybody has a right to their yeah. own, like, privacy of relationships. But I just want to understand a little bit more, yeah. like, what your friendship is like. Like, what are they able to do for you? Like, I understand, you know, the people that you have friendships with. Like, they were there for a certain part of your life. They shared a lot with you. Mm-hmm. Or they, you met them at a moment and just, like, because of personalities and interests, like, really connected and vibed. Mm-hmm. And there's someone that you're like always like down to talk to and can talk to about stuff and who are always going to show an interest in your life. Yeah. And if that's the, like the explanation that you get or it like that I would, that I've gotten from you basically, like it's fine. Yeah. And if at the end of the day you can't sleep easy with that explanation, then either you need to reevaluate any other insecurities you have or you yeah. need to reevaluate your relationship. Yeah. As hard as that may seem, harsh as that may seem. It is. And like hard it is to probably hear. It, at the end of the day, it's true. Because if you feel like in any way that that person could be a significant enough of a challenge to you, yeah. then there's something like not there's quite just, sitting right you, in the you're, relationship. You're, yeah, because I've, like, I've been in that position before. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I've been kept up at night worrying about what my significant other is doing, whether she's at a party or at a house party at, yeah. at the bar and I'm not there. And like, you know, I, I had full trust, but like, it's still difficult. Like yeah. you always, it's going to be. Whereas, you know, with you, I don't have any of that. Right. Because we've established like a very, we, the biggest barrier that I, I'm so glad I opened up right away was communication. Yeah. Which what Ryan just touched on is have a talk conversation with your partner yeah. and talk about these things. And a lot of the time, you know, it's not as easy because, you know, they give you an explanation or they don't. And whether, and, and I, like, I could say, you know, the only thing you could do is listen to them and talk back to them, like not talk back, like listen to them, 
talk with them, communicate your yeah. feelings, and like, and you have to, and then you have to too. trust them. Yeah. And a lot of people get in that scenario where they would take that kind of advice, and then that person would still screw them over, and it really, 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 really sucks. Oh yeah, and that's why I say too is like but if you feel like that might happen, then do something happen, about it. And yeah, it's and that's where you have to reevaluate reevaluate the relationship. Yeah, it's, 100%. it's tough. It's it sucks, but no, it is tough, and I and and that's the thing too is like everybody's gonna be different because maybe at the time that you do have a conversation, that person is fully telling you the truth Mm -hmm. and you're fine and then things change yeah so i feel like it needs to be an active conversation Um, it does it needs if you're ever ongoing whatever feelings you're having within the relationship or realm of the only thing you can do is talk to your significant other and like that's like it's just it's so important it's like so so important again dude they're not gonna know where your head's at if you never they never they can't read minds nobody can and it's the same it's the same the other it's the same the other way too like if you if you want, if you know that like certain things that you'd want your significant other to tell you about as it comes through, yeah. tell them that that's how you feel and, and hope that you do the same to them. 100%. Um, and like we've established that and that's what's made our relationship so strong. I think it's made things a lot easier. The fact that I've opened up like, hey, if you're having problems with something, tell me. And so then if that's the all I can do and if you don't come to me with those problems... I can't, yeah. you know, and I then can't that's on me and exactly. vice versa, right? Like yeah. if we don't, that's, you know, it very much is like on, you know, our own selves if mm-hmm. we don't communicate with the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. And, and, and that's the thing too, is like, I think that's, I, I never had any worries or preconceived assumptions or notions and I have yet to be disappointed with any of like the, the like girls and like women that you're very close friends with um they're wonderful i love them no they are i I typically feel like i have genuinely good people in my life and you have even better people in your life Mm. your friends are uh, not to put shame on my friends like definitely my friends are the best people in the world yeah but you you have like some amazing support systems too and it's really great to see but i don't know i think that whole part of relationships was like like kind of segueing into this maybe if we get onto this topic it's like it's a life lesson i learned Oh. That like I am so thankful for, hundred percent. Because like I think having a strong relationship and a strong like grasp on what a re- what a good relationship takes mm-hmm. is so it's an important lesson to learn. Yeah, and like I don't know, I kind of I'm happy that I we it seems like both of us you know knew knew that getting into this relationship. I knew what I was looking for. Yeah, like, I knew and, that well, I wasn't going to settle for shit because I'm not wasting my time anymore. And I think that's the thing too is like um, is. I mean, really, it is kind of a life lesson to have learned, but I think we have the benefit of, and not everybody does, or not everybody thinks about it, but we have the benefit of knowing very strongly what we were looking for in a partner and being willing to communicate and also going into a relationship saying like, hey, and being very upfront about communicating this and saying, hey, like, I'm not here to just like mess around. Like, I'm looking for someone Mm -hmm. to build a relationship with and a life with like i don't want to have to break this off no three years down the line going okay sorry bye and like some people think that you know that's also a good way to build relationship experience you is like, you find out a lot I, about yourself I just don't, which I, I just don't I, think that makes sense like i think the i think the you know the act of having a long close relationship and then breaking it off builds a character 
and builds a personality like yeah. it gives you you know an event but i don't know not i just everybody, feel like not everybody has a say in it though it's not like they actively will say like oh i'm gonna be in a monogamous relationship True. for a year and then be single for a bit and then be in another monogamous relationship for two years or True. three years it literally sometimes you just have a situation where like depending on who you've met in your life and what time you've met them it will affect you know the end date Mm-hmm. sometimes people just grow apart which is fine it happens but i think you have to be willing to communicate that and maybe some situations that have gone on for longer could have been um over sooner with the proper like kind of realization and self-awareness mm-hmm. um but i think in our own separate ways what we had gone through you and i helped us figure out exactly what we're looking for and i think at the point we were at in our life we knew what we wanted out of life and we could agree upon the overarching mm-hmm. like values of what we wanted and knew that it matched up and we vibed on so many other things that it was kind of just like fell so into much. place. Yeah. It was, it was kind of one of those really sappy true life love story like situations. Cause I think about it often, like how lucky I am to have somebody like you yeah, and like how just grateful I am to know that, you know, even the person I was in my past and the person I am today, you know all about. Yeah. And you're still, like, by my side supporting me and loving me. And it's really, really great because, yeah. I don't know, I, I feel like if you knew me back then, you wouldn't be that way. <laughs> Probably think know. you're an I asshole. Know. I'm not, no, I'm not a total, I'm, I, I just, I was. I had an attitude that was not well received by everybody. I was a very kind of, I was a car- sarcastic, egotistical person. Still am. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I mean, it like, would have been there, nice but is to there, you. Is there anything like, but I don't know. I It's kind of jumping on topic, but like, is there anything that I do now that you're kind of like, yikes? Um, you cannot say them, but like, I would, I kind of want to, I don't know. Like everyone's what do you mean have, by yikes though? Like, I don't know. Just something that like, I, you know, once we get, once we got more comfortable in the relationship that like, I, it's just like, you know, a thing that I do. I mean, I've already told you. I don't think so. I don't. You don't bring it up. You like lightly like shove it to me. Like you're, you're like, like, hey, hey yeah, can you work on this. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I don't like. I don't like the whole act of like working on something. I think if you're like waiting for your significant other to change their ways because you know they told you they're gonna change their ways. Like you know, if someone's like, I'm gonna change because I don't like the person I am. Like that's cool. But, like if that's if you're waiting for them to do that yeah. to love them more, you're yeah. in the wrong spot. Stop. Just stop waiting. Like you have yeah. to love the person person for who they are in that yeah. moment. And if they're trying to get better, how how can they get better? But if they're trying to better themselves from whatever factor they want to, yeah. that's good. It's yeah. a plus. I honestly, I you know, I love you. Yeah, good save. It's good. <laughs> it's good save. <laughs> you know, I didn't want. You just have a tendency to always like need to be right in a conversation. I don't know why. I don't know why it's still a thing. No. And, and it's just, and that's the thing though, it's like, I, it's fine. Like, I don't, yeah I mean, sometimes we'll get to the point where I'm like, Hey, listen, like you're not right. Shut up. It does happen. But, but like, like at also, the end of the day, we can still si- like agree to there. disagree or compromise or understand each other's yeah. viewpoints. Like you'll never, it's one of those situations too, where it's good. Like I'll have a conversation with you and it'll be like that, but like, you'll also not tell me that I'm wrong. Like you'll be like, okay, right. that's you're like that's your opinion those are your facts you're bringing forward that's fine mm-hmm. so i know whenever it's we not bring, like whenever it's like we bring a huge facts issue for to me. the table it's a different story but i also think that whenever we bring you know experiences or opinions to the table that's when i'm like you know i have a little bit more experience than excuse me than you 
and I, I think at least I think I do. And that's where I feel like I have the need to be right, but it's always opinion based and it's always experience based. And like, I am, I'm a lot better now than I was before about listening to somebody's opinion. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I still, I don't, I still have a tendency to just be like, you know what? Like, listen, this is the way it is. Oh, well, at least it gives, it gives some credibility. You had a strong opinion. It's fine. I do. Um, but anyways, it kind of just jumps to being loyal with your relationship, being, being Um, trustworthy, communicating, being open. Yeah. Well, and and like, it sounds so lame, but really like you, you just need to communicate. You do. And people are like, Oh, what does that mean? You just need to talk to the person and feel okay saying, and again, I'll be the first one to admit it. I was a tough nut. You are. Like I was a tough shell to crack. How many times did you have to tell me, just talk to me, man. Yeah. Just. That's why I, I couldn't. You're, you literally, like, I remember, like, a few times you were like, if you just had a shitty day at work, tell me. Yeah. Instead of just being, like, quiet. Yeah. I'm like, okay. When, when you don't have somebody, and that's the thing, was when it, when it gets a little overboard, when yeah. it's like every day is a constant nag, nag, nag yes. about your day. No, but. Or then even, I'm going to sit there and be like, okay, yeah. is there anything good about your day? Actually, it's, it's a good thing to jump out. What was a good thing that happened about your day today? What was a good. Like, tons. you know. Just so give me a story. Give me something something cool that happened today. Like I had some, I I mean, honestly, like any day that I have like at least one cute customer makes my day. I had a few of those today. That's one thing. I think every single day you guys need to take like at the end of the day to your significant other, your husband, your wife, your whatever, go to a person that you enjoy. That's a big part of your life. Ask them what was a great part about your day. Something that you're grateful for that happened today. Mm -hmm. And do the same to them. And it, it, it's an uplifting thing because it tells it gets stories going it gets yeah. minds going and it gets positivity yeah. going and that's a big thing to to establish yeah we've done that a couple of times now and it's yeah. i don't know we don't really need the uplifting positivity we're pretty like outgoing yeah. enthusiastic people but anyways that's good i like that yeah. you have i had customers. a really productive day too like i there was a lot planned a lot going on like i yeah. was able to again to having the weekend off kind of going back in on a monday it feels good because our weeks basically start on the sunday mm-hmm not Monday, right? So going in when I had like Sunday off, I kind of missed the transition into the new work week. Right. And it can kind of be a little bit disorienting, but it was um, it was a good day to get, like I felt really caught up. It's good. So yeah. yeah. Honestly, it's been uh, lately going back to like the whole topic of a topic that I really love to talk about, but music, my old gems playlist is just like making me in the best moods. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a play, like I don't think music has ever kind of like hit me You've been saying that a lot lately. Like these days because of how much I've been going back to my like parents and my like childhood roots, mm-hmm. but also still living in a, mo- a modern day time of like still enjoying today's music. Oh yeah. There's a good mix of back and forth yeah. and, you know, just doing the podcast and doing things. It's just, it's a really positive uplifting thing. Um, it's been something cause like for the last little while that you can, you know what, like I was listening to like the playlist, like on my way home from work and boy. Mm-hmm. I was jamming. Do you have a, a favorite um, Billy Joel song? Ooh. There's a lot. Um, I, just, I, I have one. Only the Good Die Young or We Didn't Start the Fire. We Didn't Start the Fire is a Billy Joel song? Yeah. Oh, that's classic. I don't have this one on my playlist. I love that one. Did you um, Did you ever see the Marvel Gang redo that one? They like later did, they did like a, a We Didn't Start the Fire like mash 
with all the like Marvel Avengers. I thought they just gang. did a Brady Bunch one. They Are did both. They did two. They just restarted the I have to ones. find this. I'll show it to you after. Oh my god! It was that's the only reason I know the song. I think. Well, I knew the song before, but it was like it's the only reason why um, I like it so much now because yes. they just they, yeah they did do a Brady Bunch one though, which was cool. That was. I think good. I think my favorite is Vienna. Just because it's so Vienna is a good so one. You listen to that one a lot in the car. I, I do. I, every time it comes on, I love the piano riff at the beginning. Yeah, it's very very pretty. And the story behind that is because um, I never my my dad obviously used to play Billy Joel a lot, mm-hmm. but I didn't find the song for probably years and years until Jay and I finally exchanged Spotify playlists. Oh, on, sick! On, on was it on of, hers? It's on hers. Like one of the first ones, and I was like, "Ooh, Billy Joel!" And I listened to it. And I was like. I'm gonna fucking cry because <laughs> I had such a nice song. It is beautiful. I and, love it. And I, I messaged her right away. I was like, "Ooh, shit! You're making me, you're making me emotional." Right. It was good. It was a good thing. Um, like there's a lot. Dude. Do you have a favorite Elton John song? Um, or like one that has a good I, sentimental value. So I have, I have two. Okay. One I just love because of like how much joy it brings me to listen to is um i'm still standing the okay. one where it's the music video he's at the I'm beach with every yeah um but then oh, i love rocket man yes because we had oh we had sing star because we had a playstation 2 sing star and we had a bunch of the sing star games my mom loves it okay so good you better know that we were doing it Anytime we had a night that we didn't know what to do, she's like, let's play Sing Star. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's sing. <laughs> Fine. This yeah, great. you can show me up tonight again, mom. Uh, but yeah, no, I, uh, and, and that was on one of the ones, like it was Rocket Man. And best believe I was jamming out to that Good. one every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Rocket Man's a classic. My mom loved it too. So uh, like that one cute. was played every time, mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a favorite Queen song? Yep. Go for it. Don't stop me now. Really? Yep. Oh, that's good. That would know be why? mine too. That would be mine too. Why? I had only heard of a few Queen songs and there's a there was a bunch of Queen songs when I was growing up. I didn't realize it was Queen. And then I watched Shaun of the Dead. Oh. And that scene when they're in the pub and they put on the jukebox and they're whacking all the zombies. Don't it's think I, Chew I don't, think don't I Stop don't. Me. I don't know that one. It's I, don't know, I, don't, I don't think I've seen the movie. Oh my God. Okay. It's so amazing. But I just remember I like love Shaun of the Dead. I still do to this day. But I just remember. <laughs> the Rocking like, Zombies to Don't Stop Me Now? Yeah. It's to the beat. And I just thought it was so what? clever and yeah. hilarious. And I've been obsessed with the song ever I since. I think there was one. I think there was, there was an Elton John song in um, Kingsman 2 at the end where they fight the uh, the dogs. I think it's Don't Stop Me Now. Um, that wouldn't be Elton John. It was Don't. Oh, it was Queen. Sorry. Um, no, that is an Elton John song. It was. Um, I don't know. I, it was another Alan John song at the end. And the second um, one or the first one? The second one. Remember when they went uh, yeah, to it was, um, Poppy's Saturday. Time. Saturday. It was Saturday. Yeah. yeah. He played it. Oh, uh, yeah. That, was, yeah. that is the best scene. I think, though, for Queen, one of my favorites, because it... Do you remember from Sherlock in season four? It was the last season, I'm pretty sure, where Moriarty came back to the... It was on the beach in a helicopter and it's I want to break free. And he comes out of the helicopter with his headphones on, I, and he's yeah. just like he's got it. That's the only reason why I love that song so much. I love he's it. He's just Moriarty from uh, Sherlock is just so. He's my favorite. Good. I love Andrew and Scott. And like he just he's there and he's just so diabolical. It's great, great, great actor, great character. But yeah, that's oh, wonderful. I think "Don't Stop Me Now" would probably be my favorite Queen song. But also, um, Stop me now. I think um, 
what I want to break free as a, as a close yeah. second. Um, That's a good you, one. I'm, so my mom gave me a couple artists. Yes, she was messaging you. I, I have a bunch. Tell them to me okay, and I will so, let you know. White Wedding by Billy Idol. Oh, good one. She sent it to me and I was like, oh, yeah, I know that one. Absolutely. Good good old song. Um, Then she told me one when we were on the phone, which I hadn't heard in like forever. And I don't love it, but it's Stray Cat Strut by Stray Cats. Do you know this song? No. Do you know this song? Do you want me to play it or no? Yes. Okay, I'm going to play it. Because like, you might know it. Do you know a song? I don't believe that I've ever okay, heard of this. Okay, I will. This. Hold on. It gets it's slow to start. Oh! I know. I knew it. <laughs> My tail in the air. I have heard this one. It's good. It's actually a solid song. But anyways, um, I don't know. I, heard, I was like, you started I, playing it. I was I like, what that, I was in like, the I know hell? This, and I knew the lyrics when like, it was like, uh, with my tail in the air. And I was like, okay, I know the song. But I don't love the song. Yeah. But then the one song that I've been really liking since we watched, listened um, or went to see the musical was She Blinded Me With Science by you Thomas Dolby. Have... Oh, I love that song so much. <laughs> It's just so, so good. Funny. It's you just love like it. because in the in the show science. in the show where if anybody knows the song she blinded me with science. There's the part in like you know in between all the lyrics where the guy just goes science and there's the one of the actors on the stage where the show was doing it and I was like that's the part I want. That's what I want. You be like doing. lost it. You were like oh my god I love this. I was like what song is this? Because I was like that's such a good part. Anyways, um, what else is there? She mentioned like Olivia Newton John. Yeah. Do you know much like of her work? Uh, I, I know didn't know she really did it. a whole lot of artists, like actual singing. Other well, like than... she played Sandy in Greece. Yeah. Was that was that her pilot of her career? What? Playing Doing Sandy? Sandy? No, like she had, she was a really popular like solo artist. Like okay. the, you know, um, the song in in the show on Saturday, um, Let's Get Physical? Yeah. That like the, the one taller blonde girl and oh. like the short guy, stocky guy yeah. sang? That that's an Olivia Newton John song. Okay, cool. Um, do you know Huey Lewis in the news? Of course I do. Are you kidding me? I don't recognize. I probably know some of those songs. Um, what's the other one? What's the other one? We probably should probably listen to some because I don't know. I don't recognize the artist's name, but I think I would know. You would immediately recognize this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she just listed like every single like artist, like The Police, Hall and Oates. Yep. Prince, Cindy Lauper. Yep. Yep. uh, Ario Speedwagon. Yep. You know them? I've never heard of them before. I do. I listen to them all the time. Um, Brian Adams. Yep. Obviously. Classic. Super. Bruce Springsteen. Classic. I love Bruce Springsteen. Um, she, she listens to Super Tramp, which we talked about last week. Yeah. Shout out to my boy, Zach. Um, the Logical what? Song is my favorite Super Tramp song. It's yeah. so good. So good. Um, Beach Boys. Def Leppard. Guns yep. N' Roses. Yep. Lots, lots of good artists, but... Um, I, I don't know. I was just going through my playlist and I was like, there's so many good songs I have here that like are oldie, oldie style, you know? Um, do you have a favorite Beatles song? Oh, um, this is a tough one, man. I love, I love so many of them. Honestly, probably Sgt. Pepper. Cool. I don't think I've heard that one too much. I, I don't have a favorite Beatles song. I don't think. What's Sgt. Pepper? It's so it's from the album like Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Land. Oh, okay. 
I'll listen to it after because I don't think it's I've, so good. I know I'll know the song. Yeah, I, just don't think I would I've, think other than that, I would probably say, oh, it's so tough. It's so tough. It's so tough. Um, she loves you. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah. Good, good one. Um, do, 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 do. I mean, is does ba- does Wham ever have any other songs other than "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go"? Last Christmas. Oh, yeah. Other than that one, though, that's holiday. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not important. I'm like, if they do. And I was like, "What's your favorite Wham song?" I was like, "I don't think there's many others." <laughs> um, oh, also, so then I was listening to this playlist on the way home today. So you know, "Sweet Emotion" by Aerosmith. Yeah. I have the my favorite. Such a good song, because my only story with, for the reason that I love it and know it so much is because when I was at Disneyland, Disney World in mm-hmm. Florida, 2005, we went on a rock and roller coaster. And Hell if yeah. And if you've never been on a rock and roller coaster, which most of you probably haven't, it's an indoor roller coaster. So yeah. it's pitch black and you do loops in the dark. Do they just so, play the music? And they and they play rock rock and roll, but Sweet Emotion was the music and like a roller coaster doing That's loops in the dark perfect. and it was like it was like little holes of light so it was like kind of like a tunnel you knew you were in a yeah, tunnel yeah, yeah. and it was just sweet emotion and it was like the beginning of it though so it was like the the um talk box like very distorted oh yeah, you know yeah, what i'm yeah. talking about like tube you know tubular whatever and it was just yeah. that to start and then it was just like it was you were just rocking around and then it hit as soon as we came out of the tunnel where the drums just started going it yeah. was just the best it was literally like my, so one of my favorite memories of that i love song. it yeah um and you were telling me not long ago yeah because i learned how to play a horse with no name oh and you had such a beautiful story slash knowing just memory of that it just that like song. it immediately reminds me of driving up to our cottage um just outside of kirkland lake mm-hmm. like any t- like i it, all it reminds me of is road trips and being up north mm-hmm it's good. Like, I just, it puts me into a very specific place. Uh-huh. Like, I remember being in our, like, caravan watching, because it's way up north, like, on the Canadian Shield. So, when you're driving up this highway for stretches, you are not, it's a straight line mm-hmm. for hours. Right. And it's just trees and, like, rock faces and mm-hmm. trees and rock faces. And uh, that's all I think of when I when I hear Horse With No Name. I love that, though, because I love that song. Very chill, very I sweet. love it. It's a great song. It is. Um, but you always also have this like really good attachment to Easy by the Commodores. Yeah, like I don't... Like you, every single time you, we play it, you get like, like you want to ball your eyes out it's kind just, of feeling. It's just, it, you know, like when a, you listen to a song and it just like gets inside you. Yep. And it like hits you. That's why I wanted to just mention in, like, it because a specific... everybody has one. I like every everybody time I listen to one. it, I'm just like, oh, what? Like I don't know. Oh, like, great I know song. Zach brought up a couple like good ones. Like he, and it's it's another one of those. I would remember, like I remember, like it being a radio song. Yeah. Like I would wake up, and it would be on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easy was a is a really good song. Um, it's one of those soothing ones. I think everybody knows. I love it. It's, it's like, so I've chill. Seen, I've seen so many good covers of it too, which is what I like. Yeah. Um, I know, but like Zach Besson just like mentioned Super Tramp, Pink Floyd, Zeppelin. You know, Carlos Carlos Santana, oh, tragically yeah. hip. Like just some good old rock stuff. But then yeah. like, he also brought up new stuff, which for a lot of people like Post Malone, Arkells. Everybody likes the Arkells. Love the. They Arkells. got really good music too. You do a lot. Um, Chris Stapleton. Yeah. think has great voice he does i don't love his all yes. of his music but he's got a great voice got it really talented 
Mac Miller Lumineers. Do you like Lumineers? Love the Lumineers. Yeah. Yep. I think a lot of people do too. Did I tell you what got me into Thera Kills? No. So when I um, first started American Eagle, this was, so I worked, I started there the summer after first year and then like through its second year and I had this, one of the managers who was like there when I handed in my application um she was great she had this great sense of like enthusiasm and she really like believed in me I was still pretty reserved then and I think she really helped me open up to be able to like you know be as sociable as you need to be when you work in retail right and she was so chill I got along with her very well and she lived near where my apartment was at the time Uh uh-huh so whenever I worked late or close with her she's like hey like you know, we need to stay a little bit longer. I'll give you a ride home. Mm-hmm. So you don't like, cause you'll miss the bus. Otherwise she'd be like, I don't want you like walking mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. like further away. Like I'll give you a ride. And I was Classic like, okay, friendship. fine. Yeah. And she loved the arcade, like has been listening to them since had day been listening one. to them cool, like cool, cool. since day one. And she would play, um, probably leather jacket. No, she played the yeah. album Michigan left a lot. Oh. And there's a song on their book club that I became obsessed with interesting absolutely obsessed with cool and then from there i listened to their like previous albums and then like 11 11 and leather jacket became two of my favorite songs for months like i would only exclusively listen to those songs Mm -hmm. um but yeah it was just like a vibe and we'd always like chat about stuff and it was just like a really nice feeling like i could ask her like questions about stuff i didn't understand and we would just like vibe on Mm -hmm. on things and it just made me feel really like connected and more comfortable in a spot where it's like i was still getting to know people at my work right and i was in a spot too where i was now not on residence with all my friends and at the time like you know if anyone who's listened to the episode we adjust on like i was in a very specific time in my life where i really only knew people in my program and that was it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i didn't uh, so being able to like have somebody I could connect with that was a little bit older than me and could make me feel a little bit more relaxed in like a workplace setting was like super cool. So I just kind of like had connected on that front and I was listening to a lot of like indie stuff at the time. Like I was looking for new music all the time and right. for that to kind yeah, of like, pop I, I up and really time. like yeah, yeah. match the sound that I loved. It was great. That's really cool though. Cause I think, you know, having a good story about, to, to kind of tell about an artist that you kind of just fell in mm-hmm. love with and a story like that is really, really cool. Cause yeah. like, I don't know, most of my stories from the, my old time music that I like are like, you know, it's all just my dad basically. But like, I don't yeah. know. There's a lot of stuff that I even have of like, you know, how I fell in love with Childish Gambino was pretty much from Community, the show. And then yeah. I listened to like 2005 and Sober and I was like, ooh, this is very vibey. Like, and he was like, he was kind of a harder rapper at that point, but I don't know. I just fell in love with him. Like, uh-huh. and like, I don't know. A lot, I don't like a lot of artists, like purely just the artist. I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of songs I can keep No, naming, I know a lot it. of people who like will only know a specific song and will For, only yeah, like that yeah, yeah. song, which is fine. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Also, what I was going to say that I was listening to on the way here too was yeah. uh, Black Magic Woman by, by Santana. Such a good Slash song. Fleetwood Mac. And that was the day that I found out that that was originally a Fleetwood Mac song. Yep. But was a huge song to me, just to me personally, not a yeah. big song back then. It's because I played Guitar Hero a lot, and that was my favorite song on Guitar Hero 3. My favorite, my personal favorite of all the songs I could play. Really? 100%. And so it's a, it's not an easy song. It's not a hard song. 
but like the fact that it was my favorite and then i found out that like it was originally a fleetwood mac song and like that connection came full circle i was like wow we really are meant to be this is getting weird uh <laughs> it, it does every single day so many things every single day yeah are um, there any more um i not i guess like there's a lot on my playlist like i could talk about cake all day long i, was gonna I could say. talk about gambino like we could talk about drake i mean there's bare naked la- i'm just gonna like there's artists galore bare naked ladies that's a time and a place i think everybody for me. loves a couple bare naked lady songs here and there love it everybody loves everybody loves a couple bare naked ladies no too soon okay um also you know i my one of my personal favorite bands groups tenacious d classic <laughs> classic well, everybody, me, I think tell everybody, everybody a I story if nobody if somebody listening to this podcast doesn't know who tenacious d is i'm gonna be a little bit upset because i think it's like they're like genuinely a like a publicly known group just not a well like yeah, like if anybody's liked, into like comedy they've heard comedy of tenacious rock because they are a rock band like they are a yeah like they're metal, like metal. They, i would say metal but yeah rock. no they uh, I, I one of i Honestly, I will admit it's probably seeing the excitement on your face this night is one of the reasons I like I fell in so love about, with just you. Talking about music is no, we were at so there's a place down down Cully's. I believe we've already mentioned before that we uh, like to go to from time to time because they have really great craft beer selection and um, the waitresses there are super nice and we love chatting with them. Usually, what is it? Friday nights they have live music. Yeah. And there's this oh one guy God, who yeah. comes in and we had, there was a time where like we were out a couple like weekends close together and this guy had been performing and one eight, I th- was it you and Dylan or was it just you that went up to him and said like, Hey, like, can you play? Well, we, Dylan and I talked about it. Like, I don't know if we brought it up, but we talked, discussed it to each other. And then I went up to the guy and basically you finish the story. I don't want to interrupt, but it was that, that's the but Story, yeah. they basically, you guys asked him to play a very specific song by Tenacious by D. Tenacious D, and you didn't think it was gonna happen. I didn't and think it was gonna happen because I was like, we think, were gonna leave. I don't soon. even know where it came up. I want to know if Dylan might know, but essentially, it was like we knew, you know, like Tenacious D had a lot of songs, and I think we listened, might have listened to it on the way there to Cully's, yeah. and then like basically the song is called "Fuck Her Gently." Yeah, I had to say it for the podcast. Everybody knows the song, and like. It's a f- hilarious song. It is funny. And it's a good song. It's like, it's got, you know, it's, it's, I love it a lot. It's a very, like, it's very derogatory. But anyways, um, <laughs> he was like, okay, like, yeah, I know the song. And I was like, can you play it? He goes, yeah, I'll play it. And so then like <laughs> 10 minutes later, he plays it. It's like got a, it's explicit. Like it's got like some swearing and like lots everybody of swearing. Everybody had fun words, with it though. But like everybody was loving it because like I was like singing to it and he like did a great job performing it. Yeah. But I don't think he's performed it again since that day because I think he got in trouble. Like I have this weird feeling that he got in trouble for playing They're probably like, don't play this again. Yeah. No matter how (laughs) much somebody asks you, don't play this again. I'm not surprised, honestly. It's hilarious. Um, But like I said last week and like I'll say it again because we're running out of time here. Oh Um, gosh, already? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. We chatting. Um, I'm just, I want to keep it in that hour range. But yeah. We could talk about music for a very long time. Yeah, and if I it's think, been evident through our conversations about it so far. Is this is something we can consistently talk about yeah, every episode? I think you know the more because like last week we got a lot of great feedback on the music segment, and yeah. like people were really coming to us about like their take on the th- on every situation, and like you know, um, I think that's what fuels us to continue talking about stuff like that. So mm-hmm. if you guys are interested in us talking about stuff, we listen to everything. Like we really even do. If, even if you're one person, you're like, I want you guys to talk about this 
mention it to us because we will probably if we have a th- if we have something to talk about about that we'll we'll bring it we'll up we'll do it yeah um and i will say i do appreciate everybody's feedback because i know we were i mean we were happy and confident but a little bit nervous to have you know after doing guests to kind of decide to do you know a solo episode and potentially consider that to kind of be more of our regularly scheduled programming yeah and the feedback we got was amazing yeah. and we're really happy you guys enjoyed it i think ev- everyone you guys like this one too yeah because i think everyone was enjoying the chemistry between you and i yeah um versus you know us talking about a person that they don't even know about yeah although they're getting to know the person yeah and getting know. their opinions and, and stuff which is yeah really cool. it was just cool but you know it's different when they don't really know the person versus now they know us and we're literally just free speech and about um, yeah. about a lot of different big cool topics so um again guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of let's have a drink you guys um, are the best you guys are always 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 the best thank you for all your support yeah um you know cheers to another episode cheers we're to episode. i think we're more than a month in now we've got we this are will be episode six yeah we're we're, we're, we're making moves we're what about a we started right away in, in January, so we're about a month our and a half in almost. Our first episode was January 6th, was our yeah. trailer release, though. So it was January 9th was our first episode. So we're... So it's a month, then. A month, basically, yes. It's a month. Yeah. Was it month today? No, today's the 10th. But either way. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We um, appreciate it. We would not have made it this far if we didn't get your amazing feedback and support. And we are just really excited to continue into this new year and share with you all of our fun experiences and stories. And we hope you love everything we have to say and talk about. Um, literally ditto. I can't make it any better than that. Ditto. We will catch you. <laughs> I'm sorry. We will catch you guys next week. Next week. Alvita Zane. Au revoir. <laughs>